0: Zink, I'm Nick Robinson. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy. Griffin, it's the Dirty Thirty. Uh, you're thirty. You're thirty years old. Yep, I'm
1: thirty years old. We're episode thirty of Cool Games Inc.
0: Oh, dang! And we're recording this on August thirtieth, which is the thirtieth day of the eighth month of the Gregorian year. And August twenty sixteen is actually the thirtieth month of this decade. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, it's the thirtieth month of the, te- the are we gonna? Co- we need to sit down and have a group conversation as Americans about what we're going to call this dang, this dang decade. Oh, the, the, you mean the teens. The teens, the tens, because the 12s, 2012 wasn't a teen, was it?
1: It was prepubescent. You're right. The ten the tines. Welcome to the ten. How are the, the how are the, the roaring tens? I guess the problem with the teens to me is that it, it doesn't line up with the phonetic format of 20s, 30s, 40s. So maybe we need to be, do
0: like the tennies. The I think I've got it. I think I've got the thing. I think we could call it the millennials.
1: <laughs> Here's I the
0: like thing it. about them. They millennials? Yes. Is that All right, what do you got? They they frighten me very much. They're with extremely their, scary with their proclivities and their activities. And they don't seem to like the things we all used to really be into. And right. because of that, like money stuff has gotten super weird. Um uh jo- like the jobs are here but they're different. And I and don't know. Why, yeah, and that's and, and, and that's only contributing to all the weird, the weirdness with the f- money. Mm-hmm. Um, They're killing
1: magazines. First of all,
0: magazines are just like I used to be able to go to the dollar store, which by the way now is like a three dollar store. Thanks, millennials. But the thing is, it's a three dollar store. But millennials aren't having any of it. And I used to be able to go buy a People magazine, but People's not even. I don't even think People does it anymore. No, you know why? Why? It's because of the millennials. How come you and I aren't? Don't seem to be a member of that group? Because like you and I both things I know about us. We fucking love magazines. We mm-hmm. don't. Um, I so, sometimes people try to give me trophies, and I say no. I don't no. think. I don't think I earned that one. I don't. Enough.
1: I don't believe in anything below gold medals actually i feel like silver and bronze are glorified participation trophies. so like if i'm playing mario kart with my little brothers Uh and i get second place i just stand up and i turn off the gamecube because i don't even want to see a silver medal yeah um, because it's bullshit
0: that's for you you and i are in the bracket and but we're not i like to think of myself as more of a Well, because you know what I think it is. About I, th- I think because I, I think I have some of those proclivities, but I think the worst, the bad one, like the ones that made the money so weird, I think those were sort of polished out by several albums worth of just like good moral values that were that were sort of musicked into me by by, by Will Smith um, by William. Uh,
1: you, well, you also spent a lot of time in Miami. That is I think that's that probably true. helped with your upbringing a bit. Um, this is a video game podcast. <laughs> Where we take people's submissions... Are millennials
0: even playing video games anymore? Like, when we write about, you know, No Man's Sky. You know no,
1: you know what they're doing, Griffin? Hmm. They're playing Flappy Bird.
0: <laughs> Damn it.
1: Yeah. See? They're, we're killing video games, too. Just the just the absolute pits. Um, this is a podcast where we take your suggestions for video games via Twitter.com, uh, and we spend pretty much the first half of our week sorting through what feels like thousands of submissions... Um, and we pick out the
0: ones that we think are the funniest and
1: then we read them and we do. And then that's it. We don't them.
0: do any. We just read them. So really really, it's, it's sort of a curation service that we provide mm-hmm. here. If, yeah, if you're
1: like driving or something and you don't have time to read through our Twitter mentions, we just read them to you and then export that as a wave file and upload it online.
0: But anyway, this is a podcast for people sort of in their mid to late thirties and above mm-hmm. or younger. Are people born Today I was reading an my, article that says is my, said is my the, boy going to be a, a, a millennial? I think
1: the cutoff, the upper limit. I was reading an article that said that it's actually fifty-one. Oh e- anything God. below that is is Well a millennial. That's, th- there's,
0: th- that's no surprise that the money's
1: gotten so weird, right? Because half the millennials are actually baby boomers, and since so many of our our financial issues come from them, it would only follow naturally
0: that the millennials are Jesus at man. fault. World War Two. There's really a ripple effect still off that thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, how did we do with our game last week? We need um, to start
1: naming our games
0: better. Yeah, because like, we got a lot things. of really, really good ideas after And then the we fact. just bury them. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that uh, was another thing. We got a bunch of really good like uh, Twitter replies of better names for for god what did we end up going with
0: it was it i i forget what the name that we went with was it was really 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 bad uh oh it was industry Industry boys Boys, god god it's so
1: awful not our best work and and uh, once again i'm going to insist that uh, who really remembers whose idea that was this whole thing is such a uh like a I don't know Ouija where Ouija board? You st- I don't know where you stop and I begin, my man. Yeah, it's hard to say. This whole thing, we just both put our hands on the thing and then it spells out a
0: word. So it's it's not really... Um, I do like... We got so many good suggestions and I don't remember who sent it in because... But if it, at this point, if I search the Cool Games in hashtag, it'll take me like... A month to get to the beginning of the day, but somebody like right after the episode went up said that we should have gone with Geidel Master, which would have been way, way better and funnier. Mm -hmm. It made any sense to Mm. anyone. Uh, yeah it, we even talk about Idolmaster. it was, just right, I know, there it was the table, right there on the table just
1: waiting for uh,
0: that's the anyway way, that's the way well, this this week i think the game's gonna be bad but the title's gonna be good okay um, that's a fun and
1: then maybe eventually we can find a way to marry those two yeah. like maybe episode 99 or 100 we can get that to
0: happen and we should uh i think we're gonna have a guest on this week's episode which is we exciting. are we're bringing it back and then um, it's gonna be another another 18 or 19 episodes of
1: no guests and then we'll do and it then again. We'll, yeah. All right. it's well, not special if we do it every week.
0: Let's get going. I want to. I want to really have something nice to submit to our, our our visitor. Okay.
1: Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and start with this. Uh, Omnitarian says a game like The Incredible Machine, but you build needlessly elaborate bongs. B-
0: b- bongs? B- like B-O-N-G. bong, bong, b o n g
1: b o n g, like the paraphernalia. So like I'm imagining like a can of beans is rolling down a wooden plank and then it lands on kind of a small catapult that right. launches uh like some silly putty across the room okay that hits like a capacitive ipad touchscreen and the ipad starts making like a like a air raid siren noise and there's some sort of microphone and It scares here off
0: like a bunch of birds
1: it scares a bunch of birds that fly across the room and then they see a bunch of bugs and they come down and they eat those bugs okay and uh one of the bugs has a marble attached to him so the birds fly that's, up okay and when he finishes eating the bug the marble drops down into
0: a trough and well, then that it rolls. okay that step in the process is crazy what? well because it's, it's okay. going to require this bird to no scope and also eat the bug at the exact right time you don't i i think there's ways we can make that work okay small enough bug is I the, I didn't mean to, i didn't mean to interrupt your your
1: gold okay machine. and and then it, and then i guess the marble drops down and rolls down a uh like a micro machines hot wheels track and mm-hmm. then it lands in the part where the weed goes and tamps it in
0: very gently and that's part one but then but that's a, you didn't even describe sort of the architecture of the bong hey i have a question mm-hmm. if i made a bong with a component in it that was so long like a long i don't know mouthpipe, pipe, right? Yes, the mouth that pipe connect, that connects to a hose, but the hose is miles long, and the bong and weed part of it is in Colorado, but it's str- the <laughs> but the pipe stretches all the way to Texas. Yeah, am I on the hook for anything vis-a-vis federal? Interesting. Federal so crime?
1: I guess in an, another way to phrase that question is. You're asking is weed illegal or is weed smoke illegal? Like is the smoke yeah. itself criminal?
0: Yeah, that's a good Because if I get somebody to sort of inhale in Colorado and then hold that breath for me catch a bus down here to yeah. Austin and then just sort of blow it in my face are we cool? We Am could,
1: I cool here? Is there a, is shotgunning a legal loophole, you're asking? Cause then that opens up a whole world of just selling bags of, of exhaled weed smoke. Yeah. That, well, kind no, of, that's I think I prefer, I think I prefer
0: like this, this Trans Pacific pipeline. Well, it would be like a what? Like a, the great, the great Southwestern pipeline. I love and,
1: this too because like it, it allows, some, someone would figure out how to min max it in such a way that they essentially just run like, literal sewer pipes from Colorado yes. to your state of choice, and they just, at the very end of the pipe, they've got, like, a, uh, just a, like, a picture of a, like, a weed leaf, or it's shaped like, it's got a little UFO alien wearing a Rasta hat on it, and they're like, see, yeah. this is my bond. This is
0: not a pipe anymore. But, see, you know, you know somebody living in, like, New Mexico, and mm-hmm. let's say Clovis, and they, they got, they, they drill down, they fucking frack my pipe. Oh. and then they're the ones getting this that, that good smoke that I paid so much money for. Isn't, it, that, it's, that's it's, what There Will Be Blood is about, I'm pretty sure. It's about this greedy old man in Clovis, and he <laughs> just gets completely b- ripped, mm. bonged out, and then he just hits Paul Dano over and over. He hits him. So he, I drink your weed pipe. I drink it up. I slurp it up. And I don't. I've seen the movie so many times, still don't understand why the man is so mean to Paul Dano. He's very mean to him. Well that's how you know that it's um
1: an artistic film because it's very weird and doesn't isn't doesn't really work
0: It's got it's, like, a really random sense of humor. It's
1: extremely <laughs> random. I would say there will be blood is like the it, it's, you know what it is? It's Invader Zim for kind of the
0: Oscar crowd. Yeah, for way. sure, for sure, for sure. Hey, do you want to, Uh, a, I almost said a Yahoo. God, I've, okay. Here, let's, <laughs> let's know, Nick, let's talk about some stuff right now. Yeah. Um, In about a week and a half, I'm leaving for Huntington for about uh three weeks, a little over three weeks to make a television mm-hmm. show with my brothers for Bim M- M- Bam, Bam, the other podcast I do. Um, And this part, this week and a half has involved me, Preparing some video content to go up at Polygon while I'm gone, and it's about to be us recording some, um, uh, some mini length Cool Games Inc. episodes which will go up while I'm gone, and some yeah. adventures like all the podcasts I do. I'm trying to prep content, and I've reached this fucking singularity <laughs> where like <laughs> right. the barriers I have in my mind between the different like many pieces of content that I put out have just dissolved, and it's just like a fucking like Kingdom Hearts of Griffins. Podcasts and videos up in there. Uh, so, yeah, you, by by trying to cram a month's
1: worth of Griffin into, like, seven days... You're, I'm, I'm like, losing my mind. Yeah, you're, you're constantly... You wake up in the middle of a podcast and fall
0: asleep in the middle of a podcast. It's I'm like, all one. I'm, like, gonna do a Griffin's Amiibo Corner and then, like, start crashing cars during it.
1: Yeah, I think this is gonna be the first Amiibo Corner that actually doesn't require acting. You're just gonna be so out of it yeah it's
0: going to be the real anyway the real deal. i apologize for for accidentally introing a bim bam bit in this podcast um but i have one here that was sent in by um a selfish millennial business pastel on twitter who says a co-op 3d platformer where player 2 is the cameraman think super mario 64 if player 2 was the Lakitu. okay well the so the funny thing is there was this turning
1: point in 1998 where where Lakitu. Went from being a, a Mario enemy in every single game to all of a sudden being extremely chill. Yeah. It just, just out of no, I don't know why Mario trusted him all of a sudden, starting when Mario 64 came out. Uh, are we dealing with a, a good Lucky 2 or a bad Lucky 2?
0: I mean, that depends situation? on who who's playing, right? Who's playing the game, right? Like, I could see you've got it, like, you could very, very easily antagonize player one. Yeah. Um, maybe accidentally, like, maybe there's power-ups that player one gets uh, while like r- running around the map and doing like jump jumpy platformer stuff um, that allows player two to sort of go a little bit better because maybe player two starts out and the controls are like super floaty and it takes so long to get your momentum going and to stop that momentum. So it's like, you're trying to film this thing on ice and the zoom is like super, super, super God, trigger this, happy. This is actually what controlling the camera in beam drive is like when we're doing car. Yeah, boys. that's it's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of is like when you try to zoom in on that beautiful bag of sun chips, it's just like goes inside the sun chips, but you mm-hmm. can get a power up inside the game that makes it so the zoom is less finicky to control and the, the, the camera less finicky to control
1: and that's a power up that that the Mario equivalent would pick up. Yeah. I like that. I do too. That's fun. It's nice and cooperative. I think like there could be some interesting stuff. Maybe it's a new game plus thing though where like maybe anywhere where the camera is not pointed doesn't exist. So mm. right off the bat you got to keep that thing trained on your friend at all times or they they fall off the level
0: and die. What if the camera could clip into things? And find power ups for player one. So like, oh, player one, you gotta find the four keys in order to beat this level. Damn, I found the three keys. I can't find the fourth one. Well let's cameraman let the cameraman's gonna clip inside your ass. Oh my god, it's inside it's, your it's, it's inside your, your your hitbox. Have you um this is sort of related. Have you seen
1: there's a there's a Tumblr blog called uh Supper Super Mario? Oh, broth. is this the baby Mario? Broth? Supper Mario Broth. Yeah, so. Oh my god. Yeah, so there's a, there's a, SupperMarioBroth.com is this like super, super fucking incredible Mario fan blog, uh, where this person is like curating the weirdest, deepest cuts. Like, it, it's always like, like beta footage of Mario 64 or yeah. like, uh, there's some stuff about how in, in Mario Sunshine, like if, the toads are really sad after Peach gets kidnapped. But if you walk far enough away from them, they start smiling. But you can't tell because that game was <laughs> 480p. There's like weird shit like that. And they one one recent post on that blog was uh showing in I think Mario Kart Double Dash. If you're on the character select menu and you clip th- <laughs> you clip through Baby Mario's legs, the top of his legs on the top of that polygon is like a sprite sheet with every single. Texture on Baby Mario's body on it.
0: It's really, really genuinely upsetting. My favorite thing that I saw in there was the Super Mario Galaxy, whenever Mario drowns, oh, he like yeah. lifts his hand up out of the water, and the water is completely um opaque. You, you you cannot see through it. And, mm-hmm. and that's how he symbolizes like, oh, he's just drowned in this water, and you see his hand pop up, sort of Terminator style, and then sink below. But his hand can't reach so far above his head. Because Mario's it gets, head's fucking huge. Because Mario's head's fucking huge. When he lifts his hand all the way up, it basically reaches the top of his head. So in that scene. It would look like his head was also poking out of the water, which I guess they decided would be too upsetting. It and so work, when Mario yeah. drowns, his head just fucking shrinks <laughs> down to like 3% they its over... normal size to, to hide it. It's they... the scariest shit ever.
1: That's a good estimate. three Because per... they swing it so... They could have shrank it by 40% to keep it up. But they're just like, no, we don't want to no, risk we it. we don't want to... Yeah. It's like... At the, the way they do a lot of this, the stuff on this blog, I think, is by like playing the game in an emulator and manually moving the camera around. And when you do that, and in that's this what that's what this,
0: that's what this game we're making would would be like yes. you would see the fucked up shit, and there would be little points and bonuses in that fucked up shit. Like if you see the Mario disappearing head, I think you get points or a key or candy or a,
1: there's a, a reward. Power. It acknowledges that you're that you're breaking it in that yeah. way. I love that. I, more games should let you just hit a weird button combo and move the camera wherever just you want fuck this shit up I spent some time over the weekend uh, doing exactly that with uh Super Monkey Ball 2 mm. uh, and there's some weird like I don't know if you remember the backgrounds on some of those courses had like these really incredible sort of hit like skyboxes with these castles in it and if you zoom up real close to them it's just it's this haunting creepy low poly hell realm that's that nice that has no has no place in the Monkey Ball universe um let's move on. righty uh here is a tweet from John McGinley, G H N M C G N L Y on Twitter, uh who says Charlotte's deep web. <laughs> so I'm imagining there's got to yeah. be there's
0: got to be a I mean there's an obvious analogy with the the silk that that Charlotte spins and the silk road. Oh, there's yeah, a crap absolutely that's great. But I mean I'm 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 imagining to put it in more literal terms mm-hmm. is she's she does not want this pig to be slaughtered. And so she puts up the web. Oh, some pig. Wow. Can you believe it? This spider's spelling out words. That's crazy. Anyway, I'm going to tear that web down because it's a, uh, you know, it's a spider web. I don't want to get a bunch of spiders in here. They tear the web down. What's that behind it? It's another web. And this one's like guns number four sale. What? <laughs> How does that? How does
1: that work? That's actually only a fraction as dark as what I thought you were going to say, which would be, Charlotte trying to prevent Wilbur's assassin, er, execution by hiring an assassin
0: on the oh, deep web. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Because that, that's an option as well. Um, I don't know. I talk a big game about the deep web. I guess I don't actually know a lot about what goes on back there. Well, you can buy drugs. Do they say mean things about podcasts, do you think? No, they don't, as far as I know then I'm not interested in it.
1: Right. Yeah, that's i that's been a fun thing about uh, this show is I've learned the only type of uh, internet content that really makes me feel anything anymore is someone saying something mean about a podcast I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way to feel alive. Um, um yeah, I don't know that this necessarily has legs. I think I just like to the comments. Charlotte does. She has 8 of them. Hey, 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 hey. but I um, see that's great. Now we now we can put it to bed. Uh, Here is one from Kayat7 on Twitter who says, speaking of ones that we probably c- can't do much with, Bayonetta, but instead of guns on her hands and feet, it's air horns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's four of those dang things. Four, yeah. Yeah. Do Rattling they, are off. They and she's, same, kind of,
1: she's same, break dancing.
0: Yeah. Are they the same key?
1: Of, absolutely not. It's a dissonant quartet. Of, or it could like, be It could be L's. a harmonic hmm well i guess how about how about there's different co- how about if you want it to sound harmonic and nice that's a pre-order costume but uh, by I default think. it sounds like shit so kinda- there'd
0: be there would be some like crazy oh super stylish like thing where she's fighting like 10 angels and then it's like all right i really got to focus because i really want to get that platinum combo here we go yeah uh, this website, you can only press the button a set number of times.
1: I also think, like, pairing that, that air horn sound with the Bayonetta soundtrack is going to lead to this really interesting... Give me some combat, Griffin. So, it's... Bayonetta's already a an audiovisually <laughs> intense... <laughs> <laughs> okay... There's an elephant in the room we need to address, Griffin, which is, I I think at some point in your life, you decided to learn the Rugrats theme on keyboard and then stopped
0: there. You're like, that's it. That's all I have room for. That's all I need. Listen, the Rugrats theme song is the perfect composition. Mm -hmm. All it is is just an escalating series of, of harmonic thirds that move up the C major scale, and it explores the full range of the scale and then but they but it comes at you in these patterns that you just don't expect and it's and it's in that sort of unexpected pattern that the that is the beauty is found and then it's it's the perfect song it does stay with you for life also it's easy as hell to play
1: (laughs) i think did you are you i gotta ask are you self-taught on that did you just kind of feel it out until you
0: had no, it down? No, Klasky Supo came in, like, to my house and taught me. Um, do you want. Here's one. Um, and it was sent in by Gabriel Constantino, Fribble Picnic on Twitter. Fribble Picnic? All right. And uh, the suggestion is a game you can only play for one minute a day. Mm. All and, right. I mean, we could go like the fucking. You know, free to play, oh click this to get your chest. But, no, no, no. I want um, that one, I want that sixty seconds to be pure unadulterated gameplay, like content. Like I remember two games in like growing up, and those games were Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and Wild Arms for PlayStation One, mm-hmm. that me and my brothers and dad were like all playing on different save files all at the same time. And so we'd have to share, right? We did this with EverQuest to some extent as well. And we would play it during our, you know, limited time to, to play it when the other people weren't didn't have a spot reserved. Um, and you would like evaluate like how much farther you had gotten than the rest of your family, and it was like a weird way of making these non-competitive games competitive like i remember you one time i stole away with our copy of ocarina of time to my friend's house and played it on his in 64 for a while just so i could catch up
1: that's like three or four hours that puts you ahead of the game right oh yeah for
0: sure um and it was the water temple too which like I needed like can you imagine the first time you play Ocarina of Time and you sit down in the water temple and you're like all right well I'm going to play this for like 30 minutes I'm going to come back to it you come back to it you're not going to remember where the fuck the switches are or what right. the water levels are. so like I really needed to sit down and, and hone my craft. You needed craft.
1: an old unadulterated chunk yeah. of of gaming time. So what what kind of gameplay would this be then? Like I want this to be I feel like when it's like free to play treasure chest shit you don't really look forward to it as much as you kind of dread it.
0: Yeah, you. I want this to be or the, or when the you miss it, when you, when you miss it, that's the thing about. The, I don't get the. I don't fucking understand why that is such a ubiquitous feature in games. Because yes, it may help retention, but I swear to God, the first time I miss one of those things, once I'm like, well, I'm never playing this game again. It's like it's like a late credit card payment. He's <laughs> like, well, this is. I well, I guess chip. I don't have to pay this credit card ever again. So how do we make this?
1: What what kind of gameplay do you think would be like so so robust that it yeah. you, it's the best minute of your day every day? I think it's gotta be a phone game, right? Yeah, it's mobile. It's yeah. I'm thinking something in like the something in the Vlambeer vein of like I want it to be the most intense, action packed, loud, mm. violent, screen shaken ass minute. That that you experience, but
0: I want it to be a I want it to be a long sort of quest, right? Like I want it to be like a campaign that you measure how far you've got. Like, oh, have you gotten to the Fire Lord's pyramid yet? Like, no, damn it! Did Jimmy said he got to the Fire Lord's pyramid? I'm not even close to that. So there's a there's a
1: sense of progression to it. Yeah, let's. I feel like that minute should be like I want people to think about that minute the way you thought about your your time with like Legend of Zelda, where like checking your mini map. That absolutely counts to your time total. So, like, if you want to know how far you've progressed against your friends, you can open up the map. But you just burned ten or fifteen of your sixty seconds. You got to decide if that's worth it to you to know how far you've made. Like everything, inventory management. There's gonna, there's not going to be a ton of it, but that's
0: if it takes five seconds, that's a huge chunk of your yeah for your sure. Game time. Holy shit, Nick! Yeah, I just had an idea. What? So a Vlambeer-style action RPG with a campaign that you move through with like different levels and sort of waypoints that you can measure your progress. And there will also be like a numerical rating of your progress that you can use leaderboard style to sort of measure against your friends. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. You with me? Yes. You get to, you have one minute a day that you play and, and adds, adds onto the progress that you've made so far, but you can play that minute as many times as you want, but you can only submit that minute. Oh, to your save once. So you do have like a good round and you get in your inventory and you switch out your dagger. And oh man, I quit the staff and then, okay, I'll switch out to my dagger. And then otherwise, it's like a totally perfect run. Do you lose that minute and try that shit again? And because you, and this time, I definitely won't goof up the dagger switch and I'll still do it perfectly.
1: So just to clarify, on any given day, like for my 60 seconds today, I could try that 60 seconds. Thirty times until I totally nail it and then yeah. lock it in for the day. I love but, that. But
0: how are you going to know when you totally nail right. it? Right.
1: Could I have shaved off a could quarter of a second a in that second. menu There. You
0: know what? I'm going to try it again. And then like maybe every other attempt is like not nearly as good as that attempt that you threw away.
1: Yeah, which is a scary, scary proposition. I love this idea. I think like the idea of of locking it in and submitting because I, I also think that allows us to make the game really intense. Like yeah. we could, we can if it's a if it's sort of an action RPG. I'm imagining. Almost like a uh, an enter the dungeon or or like late level nuclear throne vibe, just in terms of this intense bullet hell component that's constantly yeah. headed your way. Like you're like, oh, I got hit once. I definitely could have done that without getting hit if I yeah, just did it I'm, three I'm,
0: more times. I'm definitely envisioning like a um, less twitchy because I think that can be kind of tricky on a, on a mobile thing. Mm-hmm. But like if Vlambeer made like a mystery dungeon game. Right. um That it would be well, not mystery dungeons. I would, I wouldn't want it to be, be randomized. It's real time, of, right? yeah. Um, and what I really like about this is, I would want there to be a story in the game, and so you could text skip real fast because that's the, that's sixty seconds too. Like, oh man, it's going to take me a week to get through this fucking cutscene, or I could just jam on the one and miss out on the story, but I get a little bit further. What's important to you? What's important to you, Nick? What, what are your priorities? What's your priorities?
1: Also, I think also at the end of every month, it should show you a stitched together replay of like oh dog your, all of your all of your runs that month. So it just looks like a speed run, right? It's just this intense, uncut, rapid fire hopping through menus, super super quick. It like it gives everyone that feeling that you get when you're watching a really good speed run,
0: but it's you doing it. That's good shit. Mm, is this our nug? I think this might be the nug. Let's do a quick speed round. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and come back to, to this one if we don't find anything better there. But I, this is a good, I'm dang loving this nug. nug. I would smoke this one through this, the great southwestern pipeline.
1: This, <laughs> here's, speaking of nugs, here's one from Soft Fennec who, this one, uh, all right. This one is, instead of outer space, there are bees. And this one, like, activated some like trypophobia thing in my brain yeah. of just imagining our earth as it exists today the same in every way except outside of our planet is it's nothing but bees, all bees up there infinitely in every direction just a dense i'm talking a thicket yeah i'm talking like there is very little there's no space between the bees it's if you shoved your hand in, you could
0: scoop up you could scoop up a a, a good palm full of bees there mm-hmm. what's keeping the bees out ozone layer ozone layer yeah ozone oh, there's there's about. and also that now, so mm, they here might come, start, here now that's bees.
1: maybe that's where the game begins <laughs> the ozone layer hole gets so bad that the bees start flowing out. i also think uh, like beyond the ozone layer if it's really truly bees in every direction presumably there would they would have devised a way to make honey up there and then it kind of sticks them all together
0: mm, or just I mean? do the like rain is now vibe. honey Oh, that's a tasty Uh, treat. Come down in the ozone hole. Uh, How about this one uh, that was sent in from uh, your old pal Josh. Your old pal Josh on Twitter says, The gritty number muncher reboot the people deserve. Okay. So
1: it's sort of a a Doom 2016 of word munchers and number munchers. math, yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Is it still grid-based? Is it still... Like, I'm trying to think of a way to make that little green man... Yeah. The little green muncher. How do you reinterpret that character in a way that, that isn't just so gross? <laughs> He's um, the weirdest shaped video game character. Like,
0: yeah, well, I, I don't see why we have to fucking body shame the edutainment mascot, but, um, I, I don't get me wrong.
1: There were, there was plenty of attractive edutainment mascots, right? There was, uh,
0: math Blaster was fucking math super Blaster sexy, was very
1: hot. He had that yeah. That cool gun. Uh, I almost said Chex Quest, but that's, I guess that's not technically well, I learned a edu- lot edu- about, too,
0: about n- cereal nutrition from that yeah, guy. Milk. Um, huh. Oh, I mean, Mavis, Mavis, Beacon. Obviously. Uh, ta- ta- taught me about typing, but also
1: about other things too. About
0: love. Um,
1: Here's a suggestion from Anime Night ninety seven who says you're the guy who does the plumbing for Peach's castle since Mario is always out saving her. Well, that guy is named Luigi. So we can yeah, go that's ahead an easy one. Sh- shelf that one. Uh, Get twenty four Mason Blue says a MOBA but you gain power by complimenting your teammates and opponents. <laughs> so the opposite of a MOBA in yeah. a lot of ways. I'm a- I mean, it's kind of like you know Blizzard did that thing where they changed the Overwatch word filter. So if you type G G E Z, it changes it to like I'm a big poop baby and poo poo in my diaper and I- Love to fart or something no, like I don't that. No, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. So, Blizzard changed the... There's like a... If you type GGEZ, which is a pretty rude thing to say online, uh, at the end of an Overwatch match in the, the public chat, it word filters it to one of like a preset thing of like 20 phrases of like, my mom says I need to go to bed early tonight and like stuff like that. Um, This is that taken to, I think, an extreme level where you're... It's, it's not just punishing the people who are rude. It's actually... Conferring benefits. So if your if your teammates like, hey, good good job, jungling in that in the, the top lane. Uh, you got you leveled. You killed all the uh, mo- What are they mobs? mobs yeah, mobs. You killed all the mobs, and you did a good job. Nice
0: sword. Then you get you get a, a level up. I don't like this, and I don't like toxic behavior for certain in these online communities. Mm-hmm. And that is just. Again, another sort of thing that millennials have really goofed on us.
1: So, yeah, my, but, my dad never had that problem
0: when no, he was playing Donkey Kong. But I, what I don't like about this is that it's going to turn into Olympic Beach Volleyball. And I watched a lot of Olympic Beach Volleyball because it was good this year. A mm-hmm. lot of great matches. Um, but in Olympic Beach Volleyball, you have two teams of two and they're volleyballing at each other. And every time, whether they get a point or they lose the point, they have to hug or high five. They have to. They got to. Like, I'm not joking. A hundred percent of the time, they hug or high five. And I kind of get why they do that because it's just the two of you out there. You got to like stay together or whatever. But right. sometimes, like, hey, Derek, you fucked up. You just bumped it into the sun. There is no way that I could have gotten that. That was a complete fuck up on your part, Derek. I don't want to hug you right now, and yeah, I shouldn't she- be forced to hug you. Yeah, and
1: that, that there will be situations where I'm, I'm worried that a. Uh, a subtext would have like even in the in the couple of weeks since Overwatch rolled that out, it occurred to me that like when when you type, people recognize those word filters now. When you type GGEZ and it says one of those phrases, you still know that the person on the other end of the line was trying to be kind of a shithead to you. Yeah, I'm worried that there would be sort of a a it would start to feel very sarcastic very quickly in this MOBA. Um,
0: I, I don't want it. How about this one? That was sent in by Jeff K uh on twitter who says rhythm kevin (laughs) have we not have we not done this before does it just sound like
1: exactly like the type of thing we would do we
0: might have done it before rhythm kevin now you got me paranoid that we've done it before well let's 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 how would we do it if we did it let's if i did it this it's a rhythm game starting kevin hart okay so that's we definitely haven't done that before have we not done that before? We did a fighting game with Kevin Hart. Okay. Um, let's move. Let's do this one instead. Taylor Robin Kornhime, uh said, The spore creature creator, but applied to cars. Okay. So, Spore is a very bad 2008 video game that I have had the displeasure of playing a is lot. Is it bad? I watched oh, that my video. my, but it... it is a really shitty game. The character um, creator, I think, though, is still pretty special. Oh, it's special. so sick, like, and you can fucking ruin it. Um, earlier this week, whenever this goes up, earlier this week, I put up A Monster Factory, which is the second one that Justin and I did in Spore, and man, that game just really hates running on nowadays computers. Didn't know how to do Windows. What's the number? Ten? Ah, oh, Dad! Like it wasn't ready. They only gave it like one one digit
1: for the Windows column on the spreadsheet. That is that is how video games run. Time to crank this out
0: with all two gigabytes of RAM that you you've got. Sixteen gigabytes of RAM. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Even 2 back then I think it was like a nice as a beefy rig nice yeah as a beefy rig um, um yeah, but the, the character creator in that game is it's spin- so like, cool but in, ma- I mean like well so the thing in the sport character creator the thing that is the most iconic thing you can do in that to me is like placing an eyeball and having it symmetrically place another eyeball yeah. on the other side and cars are symmetrical just like animals so well
0: not trucks Yeah they are No they're symmetrical I guess down the Yeah Down the same longways. way animals are um So I'm imagining you like draw the frame by hand and it sort of automatically, symmetrically sort of makes the frame for you. And then you put the windshield in wherever you want or don't. And I think it's definitely got a first-person thing. I think you could maybe even customize the dash and in the interior, like put the pedal wherever you want to do I it. Like and so that. if you drive it in VR, it's like, okay, I have to use my left hand to depress the brake on the roof of the car. What you got? You got to do the the dad thing where you've got the window rolled down and your hand on the roof, just
1: kind of thumping on it to whatever music. Yeah, you just like to, listen to, to a the fucking
0: Cheryl Crow song. <laughs> right. But also, like you need to keep it up there, or else the car won't stop and your family will. Maybe be hard. you could
1: make it so it's kind of a car. That's very challenging to steal because you've hidden things. So, for example, yeah.
0: instead of a steering wheel, it's actually the volume knob on the radio. Oh that's the God, steering wheel. Yes, we could do like a little like wiring UI where you just like connect different things to yes. to different functions, like a gunpoint situation.
1: Yes. Oh, this sounds very. Good. And so like it's like steering.
0: time to turn right. Why is the Cheryl Crow so loud? What's going on?
1: That's so. Is there maybe a component then of just like in Spore, you encounter other people's Creatures sort of dynamically Would you encounter other players' cars And maybe yeah, even get I the think, chance to drive them
0: Yeah I think there would be a race mode <laughs> Where you got a
1: random car Well that's a bummer because if somebody just makes a normal Ford Taurus but they swapped the gas And the brakes or they swap the drive in reverse on the gear shift, and then it's like three, two, one, go, and all the other cars go forward and you go straight backwards. That's kind of embarrassing, <laughs> I feel like. But um, also
0: great. Like but, really,
1: really fucking but good. That is a memorable uh gameplay experience you had. Um I love this idea too. Maybe we should potentially backburner this. Uh here's one that I, I have to read. Um, Griffin, we've had an influx. I, I have kind of stopped using the hashtag coolgamesinc, because I don't know if you've noticed, but we have had a
0: oh my god, it's 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 gotten
1: bad out there, folks. It's it's all pornographic computer bots, and there's a lot of JPEGs of, of butts and boobs, so if you don't want to see that, do not go to the Cool Games Inc. hashtag, but there's one <laughs> tweet that we got from a bot 17 hours ago that I can't... Wrap my head around because this person it's their profile picture is a sexy, a sexy lady. They have 93 tweets. All of them are like weird links to like dating hyphen ad dot triple X dot biz. All hashtags. Why did you click through to this? Why did you, why here's, did you do an investigation? But here's why, Griffin. The tweet that they posted on the cool games in cash tag is as follows. May and D.Va are dating. Hashtag Cool Games, Inc. Hashtag Make Change. Hashtag Top. Hashtag 500 a day. Triple X. And then Horn. The word Horn with two O's. But the first, the first five words are May and D.Va are dating. <laughs> like it's an Overwatch theme. This is a Cool Games Inc. submission. We got our first submission from a bot. <laughs> and then like if you look at their account, it's, it's, Things like Canada dating, green card. Okay, so, so the rest of them aren't video games. Dude, it's, it's stuff like keep getting sucked into online dating, hashtag affiliate marketing, Melbourne, Florida dating, hashtag big I don't really love to say that out loud. Yeah, well, uh, that's definitely going to get beeped, so don't worry about it, bud. Good. Um, and here's one, hold on, and here's one that I really, like, speed dating and emo. <laughs> hashtag sexy, hashtag Bedford, hashtag moms demand, hashtag go follow. So... Speed dating and email. Useful tips for dating dads. These are all great, cool games, Inc. submissions, actually. But,
0: but like, this one is specifically... Is, it, is May spelled? Are the names spelled?
1: M-E-I and D.V-A, Griffin. Okay, it's so like, it's
0: literally like Toad... Toad... Does has makes love to Nathan Drake? Like, right? What? How did you know to do that? The
1: algorithms are getting so powerful; they're like playing right into our. And we're, we're the worst part is we're talking about the spam bot on the podcast. Like, we couldn't be giving this this robot <laughs> better know. exposure.
0: Oh my god, that's bonkers!
1: So, I mean. I still don't know that
0: I like it more than our other ideas. It's not really an idea so much as it is uh, like a a piece of fan art or something. Well, we need to get our special guest on here. I'm torn, to be frank, between the Minute a Day game and the completely customizable car game. They're both great. Well, let's let our guest decide. How about that?
1: All right, our guest this week is uh, editorial intern at Polygon.com, Thomas
2: Barry. Welcome, Thomas. Hello. You pronounce, Is that right? Editorial pr- intern? Is that the correct term? Uh, editorial intern is correct, but Thomas Barry is not correct.
0: I was about to say, you really <laughs> goofed up the... N- it's Thomas Biali. There right? you go. There you
2: I go. I like
0: that. It's
1: got a Peter Stormare vibe. I saw, I saw. You know what it is? I saw your Twitter name, at, at Strawberry on uh, Twitter, uh, and I just assumed that it was a literal...
0: Yeah, Nick, literally right, Nick's right, never right, heard right. of, like, a play on words or anything like that. He's yeah. got sort of a single-faceted mind. Very, very literal.
2: You know, understandable.
0: And extremely um, random, like, his humor is very...
2: Well,
1: that's the thing we keep coming back to. Um, I was actually talking to, to Griffin about this off-air, but uh, can you imagine if there was, like, something like a... some sort of, a, like, a cheese monkey? Okay, continue. And he's, like, a... He's some sort of... He's a crazy cheese monkey, and he's running around, and he's got... Yeah. A bi- just a big bana- banana... Oh, that's not that random. Fuck. Thomas, we have two ideas.
2: Okay.
0: Uh,
2: and that's we're... a lot uh, less ideas than you usually have at this point.
0: Usually at this point, Thomas, we have the one idea. So I would actually argue that we have 100% more ideas. Okay, this is
2: double the regular ideas that you usually mm-hmm. have at this point. And our,
1: we, we kind of want your help picking. Griffin, do you want to pitch one and I'll do the other? Which one are you you leaning towards right
0: now? Uh, shit, dog. I don't... One of them is a good game idea. One of them is a funny game idea. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's a that's fair. So I guess I Thomas, which one do you okay. want me to pitch? Uh, uh, give me the give me the good one first. All right.
0: So I'll do the good one. The good one is a game that you only play. You're only allowed to play sixty seconds a day. Um, what we've discussed is sort of an action RPG, kind of like if Vlambeer made a mystery dungeon game. Um, where it's like got a story and like a long campaign and it's an action RPG and you play it and you're kind of informed like constantly like how far into the game you are and that's kind of the leaderboard you can see like how far you've gotten compared to all of your friends but you can only submit one minute of gameplay a day however you can do that one minute over and over and over again until you get a minute that you're satisfied with and then you sort of submit that to the save
1: yeah. So to, right. to put it differently, you you can you get sixty seconds of gameplay a day, but you can retry that sixty seconds over and over until you have a sixty seconds you're happy with. So you're, the actual amount of time you can play per day is infinite. It's just this sixty second stretch can be kind of perfected.
2: All right. So what what is like the overall length of this game?
0: Well, damn. I I think maybe we take the the. Uh, you really, you really sound like a fucking Steam reviewer right now, Thomas.
2: Oh, <laughs> right. Well, you, what are you going to refund it if you, it's not long enough, buddy? You know, I might have to, even if I do play it for over a thousand hours.
1: <laughs> okay, well, we did make it sound like it was two thousand hours, so I can see why you would be disappointed. Um, yeah, no, I guess maybe we, Griffin. I, I think we keep augmenting content into it and trying oh, to stay sure. ahead of other because the sixty seconds a day limit is actually going to make it so we have a pretty good sense of. How quickly even the best players will progress. It's not like somebody could sit down and beat the whole game in a day. Um, we
0: we can stay ahead of the curve content-wise pretty easily. I think know? if you if you perfect your line and you button mash through all the the cutscenes, right? I think you probably do it in like a month. So you're saying the game's thirty minutes long? I'm saying it is if you fucking like speed, speed like run it, it. speed run it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. essentially what we're talking about is a compartmentalized
1: speed run. For sure. I just think I would want to launch with uh maybe enough content so that we can be building it actively and and constantly st- stay ahead of the curve and and Thomas what you're probably thinking now is Griffin was right this isn't funny this is just a regular game no, idea no no
2: uh, it's not a
0: regular game idea it's a fucking great game idea
1: it's extremely good it's it's not jokes though it's the beginning
2: right. of a joke but it's not the whole joke i think mm. i think the like i i like where you're going with this because i am one of those people who gets distracted easily And I sort of move uh, from game to game and never really finish any of them. Um, So I like this idea, but I think the problem here is that you don't, like, what's the game about? Uh, The only thing we've really kind
1: of nailed down so far is that it's... it's got to be really busy and really challenging so that you actually do feel like you could do that run again better. So we think there's going to be kind of a real-time action, possibly a bullet hell or bullet heck component. A bullet
0: bullet heck dungeon game. And what I think would be really cool is, like, the player who is the fastest at getting through these minutes and getting the most shit done in these minutes can, like, pop onto these communities. Like, y'all motherfuckers don't know here in a couple days, you're going to hit the, the the Lava Town level. And I'm the only person in Lava Town right now, and it's crazy up in here.
1: Oh, they could start okay. Deploying false information if they're that type of person, if they want to. Right, you can um, dip,
2: pull a Dark Souls, or it sounds like this game is very conducive to, like, speedrunner types.
1: Definitely. Yeah, for sure. But it, but it also, uh, like... At the end of every month, you get to watch a replay of your, uh, the past month's runs that you did all strung together. So you get to feel like one of those speedrunner types, even if you're not actually that type of person. So it's kind of a tool assisted speedrun for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Um, I love what you said, Thomas, about the game fitting your attention span because I think uh there's there's something kind of cool about a game where normally i get tired of a game and i put it down this is a game that gets tired of you after 60 seconds the game is kind of <laughs> it's almost negging you a little bit yeah. it's like, Man, i don't right, even want right. to hang out with you for more than a minute at a time and a game that gets bored of you and puts you down is extremely
0: appealing to me can it's you like imagine a also a video game your last minute of the game like you're, you're about to finish the final boss fight yeah, but you definitely need like sixty one seconds to do it, and oh, like boy. the infinite attempts you're gonna put in, so that you don't just have one more day that's just like you turn it in and get on that last hit, and then you beat the game. It's like oh god,
1: yeah. When is the uh, When does the next day flip? By the way, you like, think three a.m., six a.m.? Like how do we
0: midnight GMT? Okay, Greenwich Mean Time. Um. Uh, this is a good game. I'm I'm ready to put it away because I don't think it's gonna be too humorous, and I think there's a lot of people who come to us for just for a, l- a little bit of levity in this really dark world.
1: For sure. Well well Thomas, here's the other idea. <clears throat> the other idea is spores uh man, is gonna have a this is a hat trick at this point. Um it's it's spore character creator, but it's vehicles. So uh the the whole spore tool set that you know and love of uh, putting uh, eyes on a car and having it deploy them symmetrically, or arms or legs—it's all that, but vehicular parts. So you've got headlights, you've got windshields, doors, windows, tires—you can put
0: them anywhere you want. If I may be so bold, mm-hmm. and this is not something that Nick and I talked about, Thomas, so you'll you'll have to forgive me because it's going to be raw. And typically, we like to you know prep prep these ideas before we present them to guests. You're already but, forgiven. Um. Could we, in addition to all this cool, cool car shit, could we also just include the parts from Spore in it too? Okay, so arms, legs, eyes, all that stuff
1: can be added to your your car. How about this? Your car, at launch at least, needs to be at least 20% inorganic material, and then (laughs) you can add a fun little, maybe an arm or a leg somewhere. I mean, somebody uh, sent, Griffin, I don't know if you saw this, but a few people tweeted at us uh, a video of someone who created a car in Spore.
0: Oh, okay. So,
1: like, it's a it's an animal in Spore that looks exactly like a car. I was wondering, do you think this game would have the capability to, like, what's the most
0: animal-like thing you could make in this car creator? I see. I'm t- I'm sort of envisioning, do you remember those old Chevron commercials with the cars with human faces on them and then they were, like, kind of weird claymation? I, I, you know, that's the type of thing that if I did
1: see it, there's no way I would forget it from the sound of it, so I don't think I saw
2: it. I mean, the more accessible reference to make would be the Disney Pixar film Cars, as well which as Cars 2. It's the one where all the cars have weird claymation faces, except it's computer-generated.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, so there's there's another major component, Thomas, that we haven't oh told you. Oh my gosh, I already
2: which... love this, by the way. It's
1: really good, right? Uh, the, the other component is... You have complete control, not just uh, of the superficial aspects of the car and the external components, but also the internal components. So the, the form and function of every car part you know and love is is within your grasp to manipulate, meaning... Uh, your
0: steering wheel adjusts your thermostat, and your thermostat <laughs> controls your fucking uh, turn signals, Right, and your turn signal is a cup holder, and your cup holder is an
2: airbag. Wow. Now, I, I really like that, uh, that internal components thing because it, this game is gonna be very accessible for people who really wanna get down into the nitty gritty of what makes this horrifying person car work, Mm -hmm. while also, like, being great for people who just, like, I just want to, you know, make a cool car, and th- this is how it goes. Vroom, vroom.
0: There's gonna, there's gonna be that Forza level community, right? That's like, oh, check this time. out. I made the Mitsubishi Miata, Mitsub- the cool crew cool you cruiser 2016, like, and you can well sell it. That's how, that's how it works in Forza.
1: If you make like a dope skin of like a blue haired anime lady and put on your car, you can sell those skins for
0: like fictional in game currency to buy more stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. If you do that, then you can do that. But maybe you want to make a car. That you ride from underneath, and I don't even know what that means <laughs> or looks like. I do love
1: that. Like, there's an undercarriage that you lie down in. Another thing I'm thinking about is like, let's not forget about the organic aspect. Maybe the maybe the the gas on your car is like you got to reach into a mouth and squeeze a tongue, and that's how you accelerate. Jesus,
0: like that's Oh my that, god! The, it's you... like the it's like the alien ships from Battlestar Galactica that have <laughs> right. like. Yeah, this is my vehicle, Scar. Yeah, pull on this fucking Scar the car. Pull on this vein to go. <laughs> Scar is the worst episode.
1: Um, yeah, that man. This is I love the introduction of of spore body parts
0: into this. Like
1: a, you could make a normal car that's exactly a normal car in every way, but the headlights are just two
0: huge eyeballs. That's exactly. I've, I've been sending you through Skype pictures of the Chevron car commercial cars. Um, oh, is that what it is? That's what oh, these guys look at are that. Yeah, that is. You know that is cars. Um, I am also imagining you're racing, right? So that, Thomas, there's a racing multiplayer component. But wouldn't it be so much easier in NASCAR to pass somebody on the inside if your car could just grab their car with animal hands? I love that. Just sort of pull them back. No, you, no, you don't. So like, oh, don't pass me. I've got my arms outstretched and I'm taking up the whole lane with my wingspan. Like in Roman times,
1: they were kind of limited to just putting big spikes on the wheels of their chariots and sort of strafing each other that way but we with all our modern technology could just have a big buff human arm punch open the windshield and grab the driver out which i think is is way way more uh, nimble that gives you way more possibilities this also opens up breeding opportunities <laughs> big time <laughs> so that's I mean, I mean the way spore does it right you have a limited amount of dna that you can you can use in the building of your your animal i think we have some sort of some cna that is limited and and like putting car car nucleic acid yeah it's gonna. I think it, you have a choice to make. Where if you want to use some of that CNA to give your vehicle genitals for breeding, it takes up a about twenty percent of of your your stock. But you you then unlock the opportunity to breed this car selectively and make a better one down the line. So it's a risk reward thing. You can make a a single sort of of uh car that can't have sex, which I know sounds crazy. Uh, but you make a car that can't have sex that is twenty percent better than a car that can have sex because it's just a single. Yeah,
0: this is this is the M- Mitsubishi Cool Cruiser 2016, last of his name, and we'll, right. have, we'll have no living heirs. But he'll but he'll be a legend if you build them right. Right.
2: Okay. Now, see, I love the idea of like fully functional truck nuts that we've got going right here interesting yeah but
1: you're talking about truck nuts not with a z but with an s and a lowercase n and a lowercase n and no no
0: tm at the end of it you're talking about a truck's nuts
2: yes exactly but the one thing that worries me is i have been thinking up to this point of like an e game which Mm. if we add if we add genitals to this um that's given us an automatic m
0: I is mean, that the? Is that the? Sorry, I didn't know you work for the ESRB, uh, Thomas. Yeah, does that? Do you know <laughs> that they, are they cool with you being our our editorial intern uh, as well on the side? Because that seems like a conflict of interest a bit.
2: I am both quality control and uh, ratings board. So I
0: think as long as
2: we depict the
1: the truck nuts in a t- sort of a tasteful, uh, yeah. non sexualized manner, kind of a nature documentary vibe, I don't think they could they could fault us for that. They won't be huge and. Crazy and veiny, you mean? No, they'll just be normal, just regular, regular. Oh,
0: can regular. I ask y'all another question? Please. Can these cars feel pain? I don't uh, want them to be alive. No, I want them... They, they could have organic material, but it's just there for our benefit.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we're basically, at this point, retelling the plot of Deus Ex right now. It's yeah, just d- trying d- to f- divine this line between man and machine. But I think if it's, again, 80% car, 20% human, I think we're ethically
2: okay they're like they're just human enough to fuck and reproduce okay. <laughs> hey, that's, think, well, that's my tinder be. bio yeah
0: <laughs> God. humans aren't humans don't have the patent on that though we don't have a trademark on boning it and, could be it could be any it could be 20 percent any animal right and then that's good yeah. because then if they lose too many races for you you can just shuck that hood right off and just I, have a feast i see what you're saying so if you you might want to maybe put like horse parts
1: on it to make it a little easier to. To man, imagine just like a Buick with four galloping legs. Can you picture man. that? Holy oh, fuck. man!
0: Oh, this is good. This this would be nice. I this would, would like be to good. See, now we've got this whole. Now we built sort of a Pokemon universe, right? Like, I want to. I want to have a design document, like the Pokemon design document. It's like don't even talk about eating food. Um, Pokemon yeah. don't die, so don't even bring that up. Like you need that a is set what, of that, rules for the animated TV show, right? But it's got to be. It, I want it to be a set of rules for the whole world, right? Like there are no horses, there are no birds. There's car birds. There's car. There's courses. But that's 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 it. There's there's so you there's maybe there's a, a survival aspect, mm-hmm. and you have to go. You have to hunt moto deer and cook cook them up for your family.
1: Okay, this
0: is. We'll see. This sounds like
1: another game in the same universe. I'm not opposed to this idea, but I don't know that that's. Something we launch with. I think that's a spin off product down the line. And I, I think our spin off products don't have to be limited to video games. I think we go full Pokemon. We, we could have uh, like,
0: Spore Car Mystery Dungeon game or a Spore Car okay. Pinball sure. or There's something like that. Spore Car Hot Wheels. Well, yeah. that would be. I don't think Hot Wheels would be like, so tell us about your brand. It's like, well, it's about uh, animal cars that have sex with it. Okay, thanks for your time. <laughs>
1: Dude, we, I mean, we live in a time where they're. There's a new product called Lunchables Uploaded. I feel like every brand is trying to explain find a way it, to... Ev-
0: Explain everything about that to okay, me Okay,
1: uh, I was at the grocery store in the deli meat section, and there was a whole shelf of Lunchables called Lunchables Uploaded. And then it's got, like, little computer shits all over it. And I really scoured it for, like, is there some... Is there some thing on here that has something to do... Like, does it come with a a QR code for a tiny Nestle crunch bar or something. And no, there's, like, not really. They just kind of branded it as internet because I think that's what, like, preteens right now want to be. They want to be, like, content creators and YouTubers and shit. And they're
0: trying to make Lunchables for that type of of young young child. I don't... I'm looking at this online now. And even though Lunchables uploaded website doesn't have some sort of... There's no explainer? There's no about section? Yeah, there's no functionality here to...
1: Like it And the flavors are like Lunchables Uploaded Nachos Grande. Lunchables Uploaded Deep Dish Taco. Oh, I bet, like
0: those, oh, I bet the I bet the Deep Dish Taco's very
1: good. <laughs> I, I, I may have conflated Chicken Soft Tacos and Deep Dish Pizza, but there probably is.
0: Both of I those mean, still that's sound thing, very man. good.
1: In Generation Remix, you buy both and then you remix them together into a Deep Dish Soft Taco. And then you upload them directly to the toilet. <laughs> it's <laughs> more of a download than an upload, I guess. Thomas, do you have any ideas for
0: the name of our yeah, car breeding game?
1: Because I actually I, – that was a very much a working title, Spore Cars. I don't think that's a – we can't just call it Spore Cars.
2: I mean, you both of you know Will Wright, uh, right? Like, you can just, like, call him up and ask him, like, hey, man, I know you – Put, that, put out this game almost 10 years ago But is it cool if we use the name for this Horrible, horrible game that we're gonna make
0: I, Again, I don't I've played a lot of Spore lately I don't necessarily want to Tie that particular fucking anchor I don't want to load the the Pants pockets of this video game With those particular brand stones I see um, you're And saying. have them wade into the ocean So um, Maybe we go with Not anything but Spore Anything not, just not Spore Okay. Although I don't know, it worked out really well for Dark Spore. It didn't work out for Dark Spore. God, I forgot about Dark Spore. Here's what we here's what we do. Three person Jesus, don't do it. Same time, same Fuck. word. Okay. Tom, so Tom, Thomas, say a Thomas, you wanna what which word do you say? Like one word that has to do with cars. Engine. Okay. Already... Well, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, do it. Uh, um, less less car parts. I think more just sort of general automotive terminology. Um, uh, okay. I think I know I, what my word and is. And then Nick, I... Nick, you should say. I think Nick, you should say like a life or animal or I, yeah, perfect. I've already got okay. it. Okay, and I'll say like a game ass title word. Okay. Ready, um,
1: ready, boys. One, two, three. Evolution. Party. What did everyone say? I said Beep Beep.
0: Beep Beep Evolution. (laughs) Beep Beep Evolution. What did you say, Griffin? I said party, but I think if we just cut (laughs) mine off. (laughs) Yeah. Or we could do Beep Beep colon Evolution Uh, party. I I like that because it gets us out of
1: the way of the Dance Dance Revolution comparison that Beep Beep Evolution would have. (laughs) Beep Beep colon Evolution party. Will writes Beep Beep Evolution Party.
0: No, this one's not on... He didn't do this one. We did this
1: one. No, we're not going to let him take credit for this one,
0: too. Beep, beep, evolution, party. That's... I almost said Armageddon, which would have been... I don't think we could have done anything with that. Yeah, too many syllables. Beep, 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 evolution, evolution, Armageddon.
1: Armageddon is a little
0: dense. It's a mouthful. So now we have But there's got to be some sort of evolution mechanic. Like, maybe you can't necessarily control... The traits passed on whenever your two cars have yeah. sex oh, with each d- other.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's some randomness to it. Do we do we do the spore thing of you? The first like 45 minutes of the game is kind of a shitty 2D top down thing where you're making like a bike or something, and then it gradually works its way up to being a worthwhile
0: animal car. Hey, Nick. Uh huh. Did we have did we have a Cool Games Inc. episode already about trucks that have sex?
1: <laughs> it's come up. Yeah, we've mentioned it. <laughs> It was foreshadowed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's what foreshadowing is. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um all right well i think this i think beep beep evolution party is a pretty good game and yeah. let's call it let's quit while we're ahead bar- yeah. let's quit while we are barely ahead i mean griffin
1: did did we satisfy our our desire to make a good game and a good name do you feel like oh
0: no i don't think we oh dang i don't think we did oh it's rats oh rats it's a close one though right yeah nuts it was it was <laughs> it was down to the wire but we lost it just by this uh. much
2: Mm, oh, well, I think it's great. Well, thanks, thanks. It's
0: your it's your first episode here, Thomas. We have a lot of other stuff to compare it to. And so we know that it was a bad that it was, it, it was bad. I appreciate your kind words. Tom. Thomas, if people want to find you and, and some of the
1: work you've done on Polygon these these past few months, uh, where, where can they do that at?
2: Well, uh, I'm not entirely 100 percent sure if I have an author page, but mm-hmm. you can probably go to my forum like account on polygon.com or just look me up thomas beery b-i-e-r-y and just google thomas
1: beery in quotes and then space and then site colon polygon.com the, That'll absolutely, absolutely that to is
2: that is the yeah. easiest way to find me uh, <laughs> our website is good <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> the other way you can find me is on twitter uh, at, at strawberry um thomas thank
0: you for joining us um and thank you audience for listening um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we're probably going to switch to a fairly short form format. Just temporarily. F- just just temporarily, just for the month of September, because I'll, I'll be out of town. Um, and unfortunately, I have a lot of stuff to prep between now and then, so I can't do four hour-long episodes of Cool Games Inc. But we're going to have something going up in the feed um, to, to, to keep it updated and, and keep the goofs a flowing. Um so uh, stay tuned for that and then we'll be back to our regular stuff in October. Um and yeah, anything else? No. Watch Carboys. Carboys. It's the last episode had some, well, I don't know when this goes up, but episode six had some this genuinely yeah. hysterical shit in it. There's some shit.
1: Co- I, I got started, because I'm gonna be going to be going to PAX West this week. I'm, I'm leaving Wednesday night, so I've been getting Carboys. Carboys is now on a normal Thursday, every Thursday schedule, so I'm, I'm getting ahead of the curve a little bit, editing some future Carboys. And, like, when people watched episode six, there was a general consensus of, like, I don't know how this keeps escalating, but clearly this is the peak. I can promise Y'all you, Griffin. I don't know if you remember what happened last time we filmed Carboys, but there's there's some shit that happens in there that is beyond the pale completely. I,
0: ugh, it's I a can't lot. wait. Uh, anyway, that's Carboys, and this is Cool Game Tank. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. I'm Thomas Beery. No problem. Fun.